Hello everyone and welcome to Cody's Car Conundrum. I'm your host, Cody Wagner. Here we'll discuss everything related to the wide world of automobiles, including culture, news, games, interviews, and events. Without further ado, let's get on with the show. Hello everyone, welcome. This is going to be the first time that I put the podcast up on YouTube. So I've had about, I've had about... 132 episodes of it just being audio only i decided you know what why not let's see why don't we just put it on youtube just, just, just because so nissan design chief claims next nissan gtr will be the world's fastest brick i'm pretty sure the dodge challenger beat you there but even aside from the jokes i don't i don't understand is this from a styling standpoint because if it's or even it is it from a styling and aerodynamic standpoint? Because if it's from both, just how fast do you believe you're going to get this thing? Because I would think that, you know, really fast and powerful SUVs like Porsche Cayenne, Jeep Grand Cherokee Trackhawks, and so on and so forth would already would already have you beat there. The only other car that I guess would actually be a brick is either a Jeep Wrangler or a G-Class. And stuffing something faster than either of those, I think, would would be closer to being a proper brick. F1 2018 packs loads of classic Grand Prix racers, and I have to tell you guys, I honestly thought that these were real images. I was fully convinced these were real images until a few shots in the video I watched were obviously from a game, but that was it. Otherwise, the pictures look like real cars. I was like, just no way. McLaren's new 600 LT will set you back 240,000. Basically, like a McLaren... Six, what is it? Six seventy-five, six, because you have the six fifty S and then six seventy-five LT. Okay, basically this is the uh, this is basically the McLaren five seventy S version of a six seventy-five LT as a six hundred LT. Singer's latest Porsche nine eleven is a one point eight million dollar piece of art, and it really is. It looks great. Kind of wish they could. Well, a, f a few people, are, a few people are saying, "I wish they didn't make it so expensive." You know, do do what Singer does, but for for the people who are, I wanted to say financially challenged, but no, just for people who don't want to pay one point eight million dollars for a car for for what is a really exquisite vehicle, yes, but still, Pininfarina plans to launch four new EVs between twenty 2020 twenty and twenty twenty five. 2019 Seat Taraco prototype makes video debut at the Nurburgring. Skoda says it will launch VRS variant of upcoming electric SUV. I'd love to see that. I'd BMW to buy almost 5 billion worth of batteries from Chinese supplier. Hyundai joining with Israeli company for vehicle to everything technology. So even vehicle to toilet technology. <laughs> I'm sorry, they said everything. They said everything. I had to take it. Or even just, you know, vehicle to elephant. Vehicle to spacecraft. Although they kind of already do that with the satellites and what have you. Vehicle to bridge. Vehicle to water. And by vehicle to water, of course, I mean, you know, making your car swim with the fishes. Volkswagen Beetle imagined as a four-door electric hatchback. And it doesn't look bad, but it looks a little squashed. Lexus discounts the LC in the U.S., by up to 5,000 until Ju until July 31st. European brands will soon overtake Tesla in EV sales, says a study. Waymo takes delivery of first three, three, Jaguar I-Pace SUVs. 19,997 still to go. Just, it's brilliant. That's awesome. You, you do you, Jaguar. <laughs> 
Nissan Sushi versus Renault Kajar versus Ford Kuga. The battle of the weird named SUVs has begun. Ford Focus RS Heritage Edition. Old news or future collectible? Eh, I don't think a Heritage Edition Focus will be a collectible. I think a Focus RS will be a collectible in the same way that an old Escort Cosworth from the 90s is a collectible, is a kind of collectible now. That's what I think it'll become later. Robo Race's Goodwood Run is proof that Skynet <laughs> is on its way. BMW creates new joint venture with Great Wall to build electric mini in China. Renault is the official automotive partner of Paris Saint-Germain. The NHTSA says self-driving cars need no regulatory oversight just yet. If that means the government will get involved, I hope that they don't ever get involved. That's just me. I mean, unless it's from a law standpoint. You know, creating laws and insurance and, you know, court cases and stuff. Other than that, other than that, I do not want them in, in autonomy. In automotive autonomy. Lamborghini delivers a record 2,327 cars in the first half of 2018. GM overtakes Ford and truck market share, but F-150 still reigns supreme. Daimler and Bosch. <laughs> Dieselgate. <laughs> bringing autonomous shuttles to California. Ferrari Portofino spotted with matte red and black dual-tone exterior. Polestar 2 reportedly coming to Geneva with 310-mile range. 2020 BMW X6 fight in production. Guys, here's everything we know. Kia offers full respray for defective Sunset Yellow Stingers. Didn't know, did, I didn't even hear anything. I didn't see anything about that for a long time. But hey, good on, you know, good on, what is it? Kia, Kia. 2019 Honda HRV, European model, gets a facelift as well. Mercedes X-Class is enjoyable to drive, but a bit of a letdown inside. Well, it's a Nissan Frontier with a Mercedes badge slapped on the front. Volkswagen T-Cross to be made in Spain before the end of the year. BMW to join Beidou's autonomous vehicle platform in China. McLaren launches 600 LT configurator. Time to spec your personal long tail. Jaguar J-Type trademark could hint at future mid-engined Jag. Or Jag, as Mr. Clarkson would say. Autonomous Ford Mustang looks like a slow-mo drug driver hits Goodwood hay bales. Alpine A110 strong demand leads to production ramp up. That's good news. I'm actually very happy for that. And I clicked the wrong page again. I, I, I keep clicking 6091 rather than next page, which is what I should be doing. Pininfarina PFO, or PF0 technically, previewed in new sketches, should hit 0 to 60 in under 2 seconds. Renault Kajar facelift coming with revamped center console. Stuttgart moving to ban Euro 4 and older diesels from next year. Okay, I know this is racing news, and I know I do that for Wheel of Wednesday, but Daniel Ricardo, Mr. Daniel Late Breaker Ricardo, says he's likely to remain with Red Bull. Just. I. Dude! I'm not saying Red Bull's bad, I'm really not, but I'm very surprised. Very surprised. Aussie Man, what are you doing? That. that. That's incredible. Vauxhall kills the Cascada in the UK and Ireland amid poor sales. I thought they were going to say that they killed the Cascada as a whole. I was about to be like, but what about Buick? But nope, nope. It, it's fine for Buick because apparently it sells here. Then again, that's a completely unsubstantiated claim by me. 
Ford Fusion to live on as a Subaru Outback rivaling estate. So for all of you saying, oh no, Ford's just going to be CUVs and SUVs and trucks and nothing but the Mustang and one other vehicle I totally forgot. There, this might be the savior you're looking for. 2019 Toyota Supra tackles Goodwood as interior has been spied. McLaren to unveil 18 new models, including a P1 successor by 2025. Tesla delivers 200,000th car in the U.S., triggers federal tax credit phase-out. Lanzanti, I think I got that one kind of right, shows off the McLaren P1 GT ahead of its official debut, and <clears throat> it looks so good. Lotus pays tribute to award-winning racers with special Exige, no, Exige Cops. 2019 Mini EV teased will have enclosed grille and asymmetrical four-spoke wheels. 700 horsepower Ford Eagle Squadron Mustang GT debuts at Goodwood. I really wish, you know, FCA would do similar stuff. I wish they did that with the Viper, honestly. I would have loved to see a military-style Viper. 2019 Dodge Durango gets sportier-looking GT variant. Optional Brembo brakes on the SRT model. Hyundai starts accepting Kona electric pre-orders in Canada. Yeah, tree lumping. No, man, I totally messed that one up. 2019 Chevrolet Silverado chassis cab. Price from $48,465. Porsche passes on gunning for McLaren's Goodwood record. Let's VW do it instead. I wonder if they got team orders from VW. They probably didn't. It'd be funny if they did, though. The world's cheapest car, the Tata Nano, is dead. The king is dead. Long live the king. No, Tata reportedly pulls the plug. On the Nano, Nissan GTR 50 by Ital Design showcases striking design under the British sun. The Brits get sun? No. Because <laughs> apparently it was almost about to rain at Goodwood from what I was watching from Fail Race uh, a little while ago. Larte Design infuses Infinity, Q Infinity Q at Larte Design infuses Infinity Q60S Coupe with heaps of carbon fiber. New Noble M500 premieres at Goodwood with Ford GT engine. UK buyers can now order Alfa Romeo's Giulia and Stelvio QV N-Ring models. Bentley Mulsanne W.O. edition, W.O. edition, by Mulliner is craftsmanship at its finest. Facelifted Hyundai Tucson gets a 21845 price tag in the UK. Give or take, you're going to be paying near 29 grand. Well, you would be paying 29 grand here in the States. 1963 Aston Martin DP215 yeah, could become the most valuable British car ever sold. Singer's latest is the most advanced air-cooled 911 yet. Maserati Levante GTS say hello to the Ferrari-powered 545 horsepower SUV. Aston Martin Signet gets the V8 engine and Aston Martin deserves. Basically, it got the V8 from, if I remember correctly, from Avantage, and they stuffed it into a wide-fendered, not wide-body, wide-fendered Signet. It's kind of cool. Mostly odd. <laughs> One-off mini created for a British Royal Wedding heading to auction. Isn't that old? Or is there another British Royal Wedding that I don't know about? Larte Design gives another Infinity the, we'll say, extreme treatment. Larte Design gives Infinity QX80 an aggressive makeover. BMW M Performance Parts concept is a lightweight M2 designed for Goodwood. Rizvani Tank Military Edition is an armored beast with optional HCAP power. Apollo says other modern hypercars are too easy to drive. <laughs> I mean, potentially. But then what does that make the Apollo utterly terrifying like a 
well, from what Jeremy said, like a P1. I'm up for that. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm up for that. I'm up for the sort of seat of the pants fighter stuff. That's That kind of appeals to me. BMW, Ford, and PSA team up to showcase the life-saving benefits of VX2 technology. Anyway, I'm actually going to have to stop it here. I will see you all after the break. Are you uninsured or underinsured? Can't afford the high premiums of health insurance? Would you like to save money on your out-of-pocket cost for dental and medical bills? If you answered yes to any of these questions, request more information at http colon slash slash www.ownyourhealthcare.com slash alternative dash healthcare dash solutions or call Dr. Taffy at 303-576-0670. Our plans are available in 42 states. Hello, well, we are back from our break. Possible Hyundai truck prototype spied doesn't appear to be the Santa Cruz. Old meets new in Simon's autonomous 1965 Ford Mustang. <coughs> that crashed that Goodwood. <laughs> Red Bull racing to work with Aston Martin on a host of supercars. All new Volvo XC90 due in 2021 with petrol hybrid and electric powertrains. Jeep looks to cash in on Cristiano Ronaldo's move to Juventus. It's a football team for those who don't know. And also, don't don't think that's impressive that I know. I barely know, and that's just from Top Gear. <laughs> old Top Gear. And when I say old Top Gear, I mean Clarkson era Top Gear. McLaren details the ballistic 600LT. New long tail beats Ferrari 488 GTB to 200 kilometers an hour. I wonder if it beats the uh, the four what was it the 488 Pista if I remember correctly yeah the 488 Pista Ford Ranger Raptor coming to the UK in early 2019 Fiat workers go on strike over when all those 105 million euro transfer to Juventus <laughs> can we just love each other <laughs> no nah, I'm, I'm not even trying that hard Opal talks about its upcoming a bold and pure design language. I just want a bold and pure marketing team. No. <laughs> Skoda rapid to be transformed into a proper VW golf rival. Except that that would be infighting. So why why would you do that? Aston Martin's mid-engine Ferrari rival will look closer to the Valkyrie, says CEO. Range Rover Sport gets new gets a few enhancements for 2019. 2019 Alfa Romeo Giulia gains new styling packages and uh, an additional equipment for 2019, obviously. 2019 VWT Cross small SUV official sneak peeks. Sneak peek reveals first details. Didn't think this would happen, at least not for a long time. There is an all-new Ariel Atom. It's called the Atom 4, creatively. Presented with a Honda Civic Type R engine. Boy, oh boy, would I love to get a ride in it and or drive it because it's a new it's a new atom when are we gonna get that again when, when, when are we gonna get it that soon we don't have a new platform for hatreds yet and we got a new atom nearly the best thing ever the Lamborghini Aventador is having trouble downshifting sounds like a recall 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 I don't like no recall 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 no Mini looks almost ready. No, Mini Electric 
looks almost ready to plug into the EV market. Holden's new Commodore has a thing or two to say to the to the Kia Stinger police cruiser. And they're not nice things. Strong worded letter type of things. <laughs> new Voxel Corsa GSI. All very exciting words. Enters UK's warm hatch market. So not quite hot hatch, but not quite dumpster fire hatch either. Kind of in between. Like, okay, like the Ford... Like the Ford Fiesta ST Sport thing, so it's not actually an ST, but it has like it has sport and has sport appearance package. Okay, basically that. Except as far as I know, the GSI actually has sport enhancements, so you know better suspension, stiffer chassis, whatever. Except without the engine, that would make the the faster one. I can't remember what it's called. The VXR. It doesn't have the VXR's engine, but it has all the G VXR's chassis enhancements, as far as I remember. Yorkana! Ken Block brings his Fiesta home to the Hoonigan loading dock. Former Apple employee charged with stealing trade secrets about autonomous driving program. Company espionage. Dear me. Tesla's Shanghai Gigafactory to build up to 500,000 vehicles annually. Mini John Cooper Works Hardtop International Orange Edition has a ridiculous name. Apparently, from what Car Scoop thinks, it's basically just a big mouthful and a matching price tag of $39,900. I'm not paying that much for a mini. I'm not paying that much for a special edition mini either. You can get a Challenger Scat Pack for that much. So why, why bother with the mini? It's all well and good if you like the mini. It's all well and good if you prefer it over the Challenger. But please know the value of what... Please know the, the other cars that provide that have their own set of advantages for the same price, you know, over the Mini. Facelifted Hyundai Elantra slash Avante shows bold new design ahead of next month's unveiling. Subaru's midterm business plan calls for a new crossover hybrid and EV. Dentro BM's 1800 horsepower D1 will be built in the UK and offered globally. 2019 Genesis G70 detailed ahead of its launch this summer. Kind of want to drive it. I kind of want to drive it, but I don't have a, I don't have a permit, let alone a license, let alone oh, you know, have to be over twenty-one for insurance reasons, and we don't want you crashing our car, you know, from the manufacturer's perspective. BMW confirms iX3 electric SUV will be manufactured in China. Twenty nineteen Ford Edge ST to start from forty-three thousand three hundred and fifty dollars, and will be on sale this summer. Mercedes AMG plotting, <laughs> plotting, dearie me, it sounds sinister, plotting a new smaller sports car to go after the Porsche Cayman. Good luck to them, because I don't really think they'll succeed, honestly. 2020 Porsche Cayenne Coupe is coming for BMW's X6. I'm not that excited for that. Jaguar trademarks the C-Pace name. Is it for a smaller crossover or a coupe SUV? You know what I hope it's for? I hope it's for a hot hatch. Like a Focus RS, Fiesta ST, if they ever made a Fiesta RS. I hope it's a Focus RS rivaling hot hatch. Why? Because I would love to see Jaguar's design language on a hot hatch that isn't the size of a Mazda CX-5. I'm not saying it's bad to make a hot, but I want to see a proper hot hatch. It's not very likely, but a kid can dream. New limited edition Audi R8 V10 Plus, looking for 44 buyers worldwide. Say it! Why don't they... I mean, I've said this long ago, but why, they, why they don't just say seat? 
I don't know. Sayat to enter Chinese market through VW and Jack Venture. And I mean G-A-C, like GAC, but with a J. Venture as early as 2020. Pininfarina's PF0 hypercar to premiere at Monterey has a concept. Pininfarina says it will do roughly 250 miles per hour. Renault T-High RS raking... Ra raking? <laughs> yeah, I got a raking edition car. It just moves those leaves like nobody's business. Just put your kid out of... You know, your kid will never get those five bucks from the neighbors anymore. <laughs> Renault T-High RS Racing Edition is by no means a hot hatch. Although I really wouldn't mind owning that as a truck. I really wouldn't. BMW 3 Series Wagon and GT to soldier, to soldier on alongside new sedan. Vazirani Shal, I think I got that nearly right. India's first hypercar confirmed for Goodwood. I did not see it. Or at the very least, I haven't seen it yet. Bugatti Divo is a faster hardcore special edition limited to 40 units. Electric Porsche Taken goes for a quiet but fast lap around the Nürburgring. Mercedes Electric Silver Arrow Concept to debut at Pebble Beach. Well, I guess that's a little while away then. Maybe not, I don't know. 2019 DS3 Crossback leaked in patent images. Looks like the real deal. 2019 Subaru Legacy and Outback. Outback. Debut with additional safety tech and higher prices. Ford electrification bus calls to focus electric a compliance car. That's not too exciting. Well, Ford, you could have made it exciting. You could have made a electric ST. Maybe not an RS because I don't think that was in the cards back then, but still an electric ST. But no, you guys chose for it to be boring. You guys actively made that choice. That's on you. Or I guess that was too soon, but still, it's on you. That is on you. If you want to make it more exciting now, go ahead. Because frankly, I still want FCA to make a you know, 500E a Barth, but that's not going to happen. So, hey, Ford, do it. Do it, because Tesla's been making fast, fun electric cars. Well, I say fast and fun, just fast. And I mean, yes, they're fun, but when I think of fast and fun, I think of fast and fun, both on a, you know, both on a drag strip and at the track. But then again, I guess that would mean that the Challenger and Charger H catch just fast. So whatever, make a fat, you know, Tesla makes fast and fun EVs. So Ford, make a fast and fun EV out of your, you know, Focus Electric. Please, I would love to see it. No sarcasm. BMW expects EVs will make up 15 to 25% of its sales by 2025. The UK's ICE, internal combustion engine, ban won't apply to hybrids, interestingly. Government to test on-street charging tech. Basically, don't walk out on the street, otherwise you're going to get a... You know that old Top Gear episode where they're talking about, uh, like, putting wires through the street so you can drive along and your car gets charged, or the overhead wires, like uh, like the electric bumper cars, or, or electrifying crosswalks, and then when someone walks on them, electrocution. Okay, that, that idea and that ultimate conclusion of might not be good for people not getting electrocuted or if or if it rains but then again we have wireless charging now so if you could just make a similar infrastructure run underneath the road but above the sewers and it wouldn't be affected by rain there you go you'd have a car wirelessly charging in fact you could rip up all the roads everywhere put that infrastructure down and then electric cars would just be charging forever on end although i would have to wonder if that would damage the batteries because it could audi sq8 tip to get both gasoline and diesel engines toyota claims 2019 avalon is all about authenticity and excitement 
something I talked to you about from what Matthew Pilgrim said uh, from Pil- oh gosh, a journalist that I know through through Rimap was talk you know at the Denver Auto Show a little while ago. One of Toyota's representatives, at least for this region, was talking about that very thing for the Avalon, and he and neither of us really get it, but he he pointed that out. He pointed that out. Porsche Mission E-Cross Turismo expected to launch in 2021. And with that, I will see you all after another break. Are you uninsured or underinsured? Can't afford the high premiums of health insurance? Would you like to save money on your out-of-pocket cost for dental and medical bills? If you answered yes to any of these questions, request more information at http colon slash slash www.ownyourhealthcare.com slash alternative dash healthcare dash solutions or call Dr. Taffy at 303-576-0670. Our plans are available in 42 states. Welcome back. Verstappen and Ricardo may help in developing Aston Martin's Valkry hypercar. 2019 BMW M850i will burn a $112,895 sized hole in your pockets. And a similar or an exact amount of that sized hole in your heart. New Audi Q8, well, maybe not, but anyway. New Audi Q8 ready to order, but only with mild hybrid diesel option. Nissan says GTR 50 by Ital Design may enter limited production at $1 million a piece. Although considering that's the average price that most people spend on upgrading their GTRs anyway, I really don't think that's going to be an issue. Especially with how sunny it looks. It looks awesome. Lamborghini Huracan Performante burns to a crisp at a gas station in the U.S. Nissan admits to falsifying tests on exhaust emissions. Oh dear, are we going to get exhaust gate now? Well, I mean, that's what diesel gate was anyway, but still. Ferrari's 488 Pista Pilotti Ferrari Edition, weird name, comes in colors other than resale red. Nissan Titan Surf Camp Show Truck heads for the shore. New Toyota Super teased in production form will run up Goodwood Hill. Hyundai developing two hybrid Santa Fe models. Mitsubishi will give you gifts to get access to your driving habits. So is this like the is this like the Malibu thing where like oh well you can keep track of your teen driver's driving habits but weirder is that was that what that is? Very strange, very strange indeed. Italian supercars can be finicky machines. Uh huh. Porsche 918 recall, Panamera recall. 911 GT3 recall, I mean, yes, potentially some are more finicky than others, but please, other cars from other nationalities have had recall and, frankly, VW. But anyway, that that's a rant for another time. That's improved by leaps and bounds by all accounts for Lamborghini since its acquisition by Audi and the Volkswagen Group. But they're still built for more performance than reliability. Case in point, a case in point and or cherry picking. This latest recall for the Aventador, apparently the big 6.5 liter naturally aspirated V12, can stall when the seven when the seven speed independent shift rod transmission, bit of a mouthful, is is downshifting automatically from low revs. So Lamborghini is calling in 1,700 of them in the United States and untold more in other markets to update their engine control software. 
The campaign affects both coupes and roadsters from the 2012 to 2018 model years, manufactured between March 22nd, 2011, 2012 as a model year, as it clearly stated, and October 14th, 2017. So pretty much its entire lifespan until the problem was first identified. Considering that the automaker sold a record 1,095 vehicles in the U.S. last year, and that bulk of those, and that the bulk of those were Huracans, we'd surmise that the recall encompasses most, if not all, of the Aventadors currently on American roads or garages. Probably garages. And or car meets. Included in that total are all the special editions and more exclusive models based on the Aventador, including both the coupe and convertible versions of the Venino, of the Venino and Centenario. But those would represent but a drop in an already small bucket. Barely a drop. Maybe a speck at best. Considering how limited the production run was for each. That'd make the second recall for the Centenario we've seen this year, following the 11 examples that were called in just a, that were called in just a couple of month, months ago to have a new label fit. Hmm, I didn't see that. Last year, 1,453 Aventadors and Veninos recalled, were recalled to prevent their gas tanks from being overfilled, leaking onto the exhaust, and starting a fire. Oh, dearie me. Now, let's see, because I thought there was a... Oh, no, it was the world's fastest Brit comment. Ah. Actually, let's do a little bit of reading on that. Nissan is still in a, in a very early stage of designing and engineering a completely new platform for the next GTR. In fact, the Japanese manufacturer has still to decide if and how it will imp implement electrification on the model's new powertrain. Nevertheless, Nissan's design boss, Alfonso Albiza, sorry if I got your name wrong, told Autocar that the next GTR will not take styling cues from the GTR 50 that made its world debut at the Goodwood Festival Speed. That is very disappointing indeed. Instead, he claimed Nissan's Halo performance car has to be its own special car. Yeah, and it needs to be as good as that. As well as the fastest super sports car in the world. There is no such thing as a super sports car. There is no such thing. It's like saying super muscle. There is no such thing as super muscle. It's either a supercar or a sports car. That's it. Personally, I feel that the GTR is a sports car because to me, one of the things that makes a sports car a sports car is is sort of its model range and how and how that model range defines how cool a model is. Like, okay, take a Corvette. People ask, oh, is that a Z06? Is that a okay? Is that a Z06? Is that a Grand Sport? Is that a whatever? That is sort of the determining factor on how cool a Corvette is. And a 911 is that a Carrera, a Carrera 4S, a GTS, or whatever. To me, that that's what makes a sports car a sports car. Whereas supercars don't. It doesn't matter what model is, it, it's a whatever it is. Like, take a Viper, it doesn't matter if it's an ACR, a GTS, an SRT, a TA, a TA 2.0. It's a Viper. It's a Viper. No one cares what specific model it is. It's a Viper. It's just cool as it is. Whereas a sports car, it either gets cooler or less cool depending on the model it is. And a GTR, to me, would fit that mold. Except for the fact that <laughs> there's just there's just GTR. There isn't, there isn't a wide variety of models like with other with other sports cars. While Abiza, sorry, is constantly reviewing design proposals for the new GTR, he admitted that his team can't begin serious work until decisions about the powertrain and new platform are finalized. The challenge is on the engineer, to be honest, he said. We will do our jobs when the time comes to make the car something really special, but we're not even close to that yet. This means that a new GTR is still years away from production, with Nissan most likely to bring it into the market early in the next decade. Abiza admitted that electrification for the next GTR is likely, but not confirmed at this point. Whether we go to a lot of electrif electrification or not at all, 
we can achieve a lot power-wise, he said. But we are definitely making a new platform, or as a as someone on a forum once said, platitude texture, considering how platforms are actually made these days. Nurgle was clear. The GTR has to be the quickest car of its kind. It has to own the track, and it has to play. And I and I say own because they did. The, I, I'm not saying that. That's in their own words. Anyway, and it has to play the advanced technology game, but that doesn't mean it has to be electric. Nissan had previously developed a hybrid powertrain with a twin-turbo 3-liter V6 for the stillborn 2016 LMP1 GTR race car, providing a possible glimpse of what's to come. With the, with the current GTR offering 562 horsepower in its standard form, it's not that hard to imagine a successor offering way over 600 horsepower. We simply have to reflect people's dreams, and I think that people dream that the next GTR will be the hottest super... I'm just going to say, will be the hottest sports car in the world, said Albiza. Nissan's design boss added that the car would retain the muscular character of the R35. It's an animal. It has to be opposing and excessive. Not in terms of its wings, but rather its visual mass, its presence, and its audacity. And I can definitely tell you, a GTR has visual mass because it just it looks heavy. It doesn't care what every other supercar in the world is doing. It simply says, I'm a GTR. I'm a brick. Catch me. It's the world's fastest brick. Really. And when I review sketches for the new car, I say that a lot. Less wing, more brick. That, that is a little interesting. I, and I, I kind of understand that because they already have a less bricky sports car. They have that in the 370Z. Now they could just make a new one. But, and I, I kind of applaud them for making a sort of brick, brickish sports car because no one does that. I mean, no one. No one does that. Like I said, I applaud them for that because it, it's interesting. It's not my cup of tea, uh, at the very least in the way that Nissan does it because the, the lines are a little bit more linear than organic, but I do I do applaud them for it. The stars align for Fast and Furious spinoff Hobbs and Shaw. God, that's kind of a good name. It's kind of catchy. And we have caught up to last week, but thankfully, hey, we're at the end anyway. So I hope you all enjoyed. I will see you all. I might see you all for William Wednesday. See you later. You've just listened to me probably ramble about some cars, if I'm being honest. If you've enjoyed me passionately talking about lumps of metal on wheels, then why don't you follow me on Twitter at CodyCar, C-O-N-U-N-D-R-M, or check out my website, www.codyscarconundrum.com, for articles and other car-related content. If you have any questions or would like to become a sponsor, send an email to drtaffy777 at gmail.com and put sponsor in the subject line. Make sure to follow me here or any other platform so you don't miss out on more full throttle content. Thanks for listening. I'll see you all in the next episode.